Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the show. Hopefully, you can hear me since um, I did a show yesterday and there was some sound problem. So, are we doing the show? Welcome to Video Like Special, my host, Frankie B. Oh, Frankie San. Oh, good old Frank. Okay. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Batman versus the Superman review. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just meal. What a mess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I hated the first hour, and, and, but I love the second half. I'm going to go over that. Uh, I'm going to have a breakdown on that. It's all, almost like uh, the, um, the Man of Steel. I mean, I love uh, – um, I forgot his name. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? Russell Crowe. That's the father. of. Uh, you see it, uh, the Krypton planet and everything like that. And, um, and then you see General Zod. But as soon as they get to Earth, the movie sinks. Uh, they picture him as like a god, and then you know, of course, Kevin Costner, the father, sacrifices himself. Well, what a second! What the hell is this about, Park Kent? And of course, the whole big uh, mess at the end, where you know, demolition, uh, urban renewal program gets kicked into effect. Uh, that was a bit of a mess. Um, well, again, I had issues with this here, but I love the second half. So we're going to go into that in detail. Now, there's going to be a lot of information on the show. I might be going a little bit back and forth. I'm going to try to clear it, but one thing I'm going to do. Um, this is going to be split in two. Um, so I can just talk slowly, and whatever I don't cover, I'll just say I'll cover it in the next show. So consider this as part one because we're going to, um, we're going to keep an eye on the box office. I got one, two quick announcements. We're going to get right back into Batman versus Superman. Um, the DC World, Pee Wee Herman. Uh, his movie uh, came out on Netflix, and of course he's on Gotham. Of course he's playing the Penguin's father. Of course we had uh, the Flash and Supergirl. Okay, and what's going to happen with Captain America: Civil War? How is the box office going to be doing that? I don't know if I'm going to get to that. That's probably going into the next show. One thing I want to say: uh, I ended the show last time, and I said uh, I was talking about the numbers. I'm really not into, uh, into numbers that much. Uh, like we we celebrated 25 years on the air. It was first of a, a little bit of a Small announcement. We are going back in May in Manhattan Neighborhood Network Studios, back in Manhattan. As you know, I'm in, down over here in Puerto Rico. We're going to go back live. I'm going back to New York in May. We're going to go back live. We're going to celebrate 26 years in the air. Some people want me to go on longer. I thought that's very sweet of them. Uh, a little a little shout-out out there to a little muñeca. But... Um, we are going back in May, just in time for Civil War. Of course, we're gonna, when we go back live, we're going to cover Batman versus Superman, Deadpool. Uh, I think the Blu-ray should be out by then, of course, uh, Star Wars. Uh, the next show will also cover Star Wars, mainly because we want to see the Force Awakens documentary, to our documentary. I think that's going to be fun. Anyway, we're going back in uh, live in May. Okay, um, But my numbers have always been steady. Um, but when I, it has to do with the blog page, okay? Um, and uh, on the blog, I mentioned Deadpool, ratings went through the roof. I mentioned Oscars, ratings went through the basement. 
<laughs> it's been up and down. But I got to say, uh, I want to thank everybody for going to the blog. And the main reason I started saying in the last show, at the very end, I ran out of time, was that I tell everybody, whatever's going on is the website, which gets updated uh, every you know, two times a month, should I say, the first of the month and it's probably like the third week, like the 15th to 16th, okay? And what I tell everybody, the blog is basically every day, okay? Um, so those are two, two points of reference. A lot of people have not been hitting the website lately because everybody's been hitting the blog. So, and I'm getting lots of numbers there. So just a, a, a shout out to all the fans. Thank you. Very, very much. I really appreciate that. Okay. And to all the fans out there, yes, I updated the website. I'm in uh, Instagram, and I've been posting pictures. And I want to give a shout-out to people in, in Pinterest. For some reason, um, word of mouth is really spreading fast. Uh, every day, I'm getting new people adding me, following me on Pinterest. That is really – especially the females, for some reason. Uh, I'm, a lot of females are uh, adding me uh, or following me, should I say, on Pinterest, uh, which is interesting. Uh, and some people are adding me on uh, Instagram. So what I'm doing also, because I try to get Facebook, and Facebook is, is so slow on my computer. Uh, so I'm posting things, uh, pictures on Instagram, and that automatically goes to uh, Facebook. It goes to Twitter, and it also goes to uh, what was it, Tumblr. I'm over there also, folks, okay? Tumblr doesn't give me a clear link from the website, but I'm over there. Uh, I'm going to uh, fix that hopefully in the next show. You can, you can find me on Tumblr. Basically, it's the same information as Twitter, so don't even worry about it. Uh, Pinterest, Instagram is where I'm expanding. The main reason I'm talking about that is that's right. Music snippets. Um, when we go back in May, um, I'm on contract, and i got to expand on that music big time. You will hear snippets in the next couple of weeks before I get in the plane. You will hear snippets. Those will premiere on Pinterest and Instagram, and we're going to go back in the studio in Brooklyn in May when I get back to New York City, and that's going to expand big time. Uh, the next couple of weeks, I'll go into more information, but there's a link on Pinterest on the website. It's a little icon around the top. I got um, opposite Flickr. I got to more pictures there. I got, uh, was it Flickr, uh, um, Pinterest, uh, YouTube, all those little icons are up there. Uh, Instagram didn't give me a little icon, so what I did, I just put the, a link right on top of the, of the page on the website, videolinexpress.com. Scroll down a couple of, couple of inches, and you'll see the Instagram link, and you get the icons right in the right-hand corner, Pinterest. Okay, let's go right into Batman versus Superman. Okay, now, what I did was I got invited back twice. I saw the film twice, and what I did was I sat in the back row. Uh, my, my friends, they decided – I took my neighbors. They, we went on, on Saturday, birthday weekend, and that was kind of fun. And we went back on Sunday with some other people, and what we did was um, we sat in the back, basically. Um, and I had my phone uh, with my little timer, and I actually wrote down the timing. My, I did my EDL. Now, what's an EDL? Okay, for your editors out there know what that is. Of course, everybody knows I'm, I'm a certified editor also. I uh, forgot to mention what happened about that um, background acting. I'm going to save that for the next show. I, I'll be here all night talking about that. But I'm also an editor. Okay, and many people I used to edit my shows at Eminem. Okay, and I used to, uh, when they were live, a lot of the shows were pre-programmed. So I... I got heavily into editing, Final Cut Pro, Premiere, etc. Anyway, EDL is called Edit Decision List. 
okay? And that's the old habit I have of breaking down a film, okay? Uh, as a matter of fact, let's go right into it. Now, um, let's, let's talk about the actors. Ben Affleck nailed it. Now, um, you heard that fans online, I put the link up on the, on the blog, okay? The, 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 I'm going to be referencing to the blog, okay? A lot of the link, uh, links I put up. Uh, one link was there's a petition to get rid of Zack Snyder. They're not happy with the way he's directing all these movies. Okay, it's a little bit too dark. I agree, but we're going to get stuck with Justice League 1 and 2. Uh, they're going to start filming. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I looked up a bunch of uh, interviews. I'm, uh, Good Morning America, uh, Today Show, uh, as a matter of fact, Graham Norton's show. I'm a big fan of that show. They're, he's like, uh, you know, like, you know, uh, the Jimmy Fallon um, Stephen Colbert of of Britain of English. He's English. He does an English show over there, and he had uh, Ben Affleck, Amy Adams, and Henry Cavill, who said he auditioned for for Superman a long time ago, and they passed him up. I believe that was Brendan Rouge, Rouge, whatever Brendan Rouge. Um, you know, Superman Returns, who was very good, by the way. Uh, and I hated that. I will be breaking down what's my favorite Batman, what's my favorite Superman movies, and the next show after the box office. Anyway, um, because I got the box set, so I'll be talking more about the next one. I know I'm not gonna have uh, time for that, but anyway, and they were talking um, about uh, Ben Affleck um, making solo movies, and they want to Zach, they, they want to sack Zach. Okay, that's the punchline. They want to want to sack Zach. Oh. <laughs> um, He's going to do Justice League 1 and 2. They're talking about the solo movies, and there's a lot of great feedback. I'm 100% behind this. I love Ben Affleck, what he did with Argo. He's an Academy Award winner for writing. He is a producer for Argo, along with George Clooney. So that guy did for Best Picture. He knows what he's doing as far as pictures. As a matter of fact, we all know that he rewrote a lot of the lines. He didn't like him. Jeremy Irons, another Academy Award winner. He won for... Ugh. Forget the name. Uh, he's an Oscar winner. He won for Best Actor. He plays uh, Alfred the Butler. He wasn't happy with the lines. And Ben Affleck said, I'm, pff, I'm an Academy Award winner. I'm, I'm rewriting this crap. And um, they should have wrote the other scenes, if I was concerned. Some of that dialogue was awful. Um, but if I was concerned, Ben Affleck, he should direct at least one of the Batman solo movies. I love that he's an older Batman. I think that work. Jeremy Irons was great. Emmy Adams, uh, she was cute, especially in that bathtub scene, the best movie, who cares? Um, uh, Henry Cavill, he was in Graham Norton's show, and he's mentioned that he also auditioned for James Bond. Um, I, I'm, You know what? I got no problem with that. I think he will make a good James Bond. Now, he did that Man from Uncle which tanked. Fortunately, nobody knows what the Man from Uncle was. Okay, Man from Uncle was uh, one, uh, one of the many TV shows that, back in the 60s. Uh, you had The Saint, uh, which starred Roger Moore, James Bond. Yes. Uh, Val Kimmel did the remake back in the 80s, 90s, whatever. Um, Patrick McGowan, Secret Agent. I am not a prisoner. Any Iron Maiden fans? Up the Irons. Yes. I believe that was the third album. Um, uh, Patrick McGowan, he was Secret Agent Man. And, of course, he uh, there was a spin-off called The Prisoner. And he did a little uh, dialogue called, I am not a prisoner. And he did that for the Iron Maiden, I think the third album. Yeah, well, sorry, sorry for your hardcore Iron Maiden fans. Okay, we're waiting for that tour. Uh, yes, I am. Um, but, um, you know, Ben Fung Uncle was uh, back then, and a lot of people 
did not know what Man from Uncle was, and Henry Cavill had another bomb on his hands. I think he could do a James Bond. Okay, let's go back. Cameos. Yes, Captain Kirk, Chris Pine. Oh, I should say, spoiler, if you haven't seen the movie, move on. Sorry. Um, Chris Pine, he was in the pictures. When they're looking up uh, Wonder Woman and the black-white photos, that was Chris Pine. Uh, Excuse me, Chris Pine, not Spine. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, he was in the picture. Okay, the black dude, I forget his name, the fellow blacklist, he was in there. Okay, about setting up the bomb, of course, Park and Kevin Costner. And the flashback uh, nightmare dream, dream, dream sequence, I don't know what the hell that was about, you know. One, one of the many faults I had uh, with the film. So the cameos were good, okay. The cast was good. I had no problem with that. Um, uh, I forgot his name, Jesse Eisenberg. As Luther, it was a different take altogether. This is a different universe, so I had no problem with that. You know, he gave it a kind of a flippy, kind of a, um, bouncy kind of thing to it. Okay, no problem. I had no problem with that. Okay. Um, the, we'll see. I got some other news over here related to that. Well, okay, we heard Dan Zimmer is not going to be doing any of the music anymore for superhero movies. Um, this had a good theme, I thought. It, it didn't stick out, but if you, if you go to YouTube, you listen to the themes uh, for the soundtrack. There's some good themes in there. So the, the first hour, let me go for the first hour. The intro, I really hated the beginning, okay? Okay, we had um, um, the Batman, the parents die. He's with the bats doing the credit sequence. Okay, not bad. Get that out of the way, right? And the credits were very, very low-key. So I said, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. Then, um, what was it? Uh, ben Affleck watching a fight, playing a detective. The reporter, Amy Adams, with the, in the desert. That was completely necessary. Oh, but, and I hated that subplot about the damn bullet. The court scene introducing Holly Hunter gets blown up in the second half of the movie. Okay? And then the cops and the cellar. Okay. Up to that point, then the movie kind of rocks a little bit because you see how nasty Batman is. He puts his mark. He brands the, um, the, you know, the nasty criminals. After that was cool. And, of course, the bathtub scene with Amy Adams. She is so adorable. She got married. Boo! Anyway, um, and then it, it took up to about 40 minutes to for Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent to meet up at the party, but then you, Wonder Woman. Now, Wonder Woman, you haven't said anything about Wonder Woman. As I said, I was calling this Batman versus Superman train wreck. I am not going to change my tune. I was saying that last year when it was announced. And I said, the only good thing about it, I like Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, I like the way he's directing, but he went a little bit too dark. I blame the script. Um, I call it train wreck because I said, you know, they put it, they were going to put this against Captain America. I'm going, bad, bad choice. That was smart putting in Easter. Didn't help too much in, in the boxes. I'll get to that in a sec, in a, in a little while. Hold on. But anyway, um, but you know, then it, then it, then it picked Wonder Woman. And said, "Oh, what's this? She's so skinny." You know what? Because I was old school. We grew up with Wonder Woman on TV, Linda Carter, and she was the red, white, and blue outfit, forty-four triple D. Sorry, can I got a minute? Can help that? Boys will be boys, you know. And then we saw Wonder Woman. It's like oh, I don't know. She really knocked it out of the park. I thought she was fantastic. Okay, and the outfit makes sense because she's from the Amazon, wearing red, white, and blue, kind of like it would have stuck out really bad. It's like X Men don't have those. Wolverine doesn't wear yellow spandex. It would look really bad up on the big screen. So 
besides her being skinny, besides being the outfit, I thought she was really, really perfect. As a matter of fact, she was on Jimmy Kimmel, and he got on the case about the boobs. And she said, yeah, everybody got on my case about my boobs. But you know what? It would have been a distraction. She was more like a ninja fighter. And I thought she was really, really cool. I'm looking forward to that solo movie. So two things I have admit, and I'm glad I was wrong. Superman versus um, Batman or Batman versus Superman, your point of view. As a DC fan, uh, it wasn't a train wreck. I just hated the first hour. Barely written. Um, and I think one of the women really, really shined really big time. So there's two things I was completely wrong about, and I was glad I was wrong. We go to movies to enjoy this. I'm a movie fan. I'm not a critic. I want to have fun. Second, I have fun. But let me get to that in a second. Um, the one scene um we, he, he would dress up like Hellboy. Didn't he look like Hellboy when he was in the desert? That scene was done in two takes. It was a, uh, about a minute and a half when he actually kicks everybody's ass. There was no editing in that sequence, by the way. That was actually done all in one take. They did it a second time. Not a rehearsal. A couple of weeks they did in rehearsing that. I thought that was very cool. Again, I had a problem with that. What was it that doing in the movie? You know, you could, we had to see um, uh, Batman doing his fighting skills. Well, let's go to the second half. We got to see the Batmobile. Love it. Got to get it. Yes, the Batmobile. I uh, got to post pictures next week of the different models I got of the Batmobile. That's right. Uh-huh. I love collecting those things, putting them together. Um, but the chase was too dark. Okay. Um, I'm looking at my list here, so I don't know what I'm talking about. So that's where the second half of the movie, I thought. So the, the first hour was all the way up to the Batmobile chasing the truck. Now the second hour starts, and I thought that was the second half. Let's just say an extended second half, because that Doom sequence is really long at the end. But I, this is my – half for me, it was the halfway point. Okay, halfway point. Um, when they, um, to do the Batmobile chase, right? And I made it for the first time. And he said, do you bleed? Well, you will. Of course, we later find out that his little secret weapon for Batman against Superman was Kryptonite. Okay. Uh, they blew up Congress. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. We get to see the whole Batcave. I thought that was introduction of the Batcave was really cool. We got to see more of the Batcave next time. Zach, more of the Batcave next time. Do you mind, buddy? Okay. They blow up Congress. Who cares? You see Batman exercising while um, uh, Luther is on a, on, a, on a spaceship, which really did not make any sense. Of course, you know, there's a deleted scene there where they find him inside uh, the spaceship. Um, what was he doing in the spaceship? I thought he got out of the spaceship when he went back in the spaceship. That didn't make any sense. But anyway, uh, or maybe I'm missing something. The flashback with Kevin Constant. Not a flashback. It's some alternative. I don't know what the hell that was about. Second time, I still can't figure that out. Okay. Um, then at 90 minutes, it's with in a helipad. You fight Batman versus Superman. Of course, you know, you got Mark Hanna and Lois Lane. Okay. Um, they go to the, um, the sequence where they introduce the Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg. No Green Lantern, though. I noticed that. No Green Lantern. Then, of course, they had the, the big fight. What I like about, about, about the big fight, I'll make it short. You do see Batman get his ass kicked. But after a while, you know, the machine guns come out and Superman's like, really? Come on, Batman. Can you ask him? Hello? You know? But then, of course, when Batman comes over the kryptonite, I thought it was a very good fight. I thought it was very even. Uh, it makes sense because Bat um, Superman, Batman goes right into Superman's face and Superman just puts his hand and go, later, Whew. right into the wall. Okay. Um, 
No, he just pushes him into the ground. My mistake. But I thought that was cool. It showed that Batman can get his ass kicked. And he needed a weapon to defeat Superman. I thought that made a lot of sense. Okay? And, of course, the big finale where they bring out Doom. And, oh, I forgot to mention the bat fight. They, okay, they fight. Then Batman goes to save Superman's mom. And he fights everybody. Supposedly, that is the sequence that was rated R. And they told him to trim down. When, they got, when Batman took the knife and stuck it in the guy's chest, that's just, that scene was cut. If you're listening carefully, and trust me as an editor, that scene was cut. You hear the sound of the knife going in, but you don't see the penetration of the knife going into the guy's chest. Boom! Went into the chest. That scene was, was trimmed. Probably a couple of seconds. Not a big deal. But they felt that, was, that could have been rated R. Okay, that whole sequence, those guys really get their ass kicked, and that was the sequence that was rated off. That was that was the scene that was cut down basically. And as an editor, you could tell certain points where they kind of trimmed it down, and some scenes were kind of dark also. You notice that? For it looked like it was a little bit light, then it got dark. Did anybody notice the flux influctuation fluctuation of the lighting? It was dark, it was light, it was dark, it was light. Yeah. That was a little editing trick they were doing to cover up uh, some of that for the rated off version. Of course, the Batwing, okay, another collectible. Love the Batwing. Not enough. Zach, more Batwing next time. And, of course, the whole thing with Doom. Come on, King Kong, Big Giant Creatures, Godzilla, every friggin' 1950 picture that you could think of. Big Giant Monster um, creating terror. And all three of them kicking uh, the big creature's ass. And Wonder Woman was great. She, was, she really kicked ass. So, for me... The second half really kicked ass, and that's why I went to see it a second time. I can't wait for the Blu-ray. Uh, I'm going to just fast chapter stop. Skip the first 10 chapters, the first hour. Not necessary. Uh, except for the bad, bad man looking like Hellboy fighting in the desert. Maybe that little sequence. But after that, after the 60-minute mark, boom. People ask me, what do you think about the funeral at the end? Uh, nobody's been talking about How come there's two? One is Superman. And the other one is Clark Kent. There's two coffins. Okay? So who wakes up? Clark Kent wakes up? They don't talk about that. Unless there was some article and I missed it. So there was two, there was two bodies being buried? Anybody know that? They don't talk about that. Of course, Superman comes back because he's got to do justice and all that. You know? But when you see uh, Emmy Adams grabbing the dirt and throwing it on the coffin, that is Clark Kent. Okay, and of course, because, you know, the mom gives, oh, uh, Clark wanted me to give you this, the ring. So that is Clark Kent. That's who's in the grave. But all of a sudden, the the earth, the dirt moves around. I said, so I guess that is Clark Kent. But to come alive, there's actually a Superman, not Clark Kent. And he's getting the honorary guard on, on the other side. And so who the hell's in that coffin? Playing that. Finally, edited sequence somewhere. Deleted scenes, just like what we're looking forward to when Kylo Ren walks into, he walks on board the Millennium Falcon. That should have been in the movie. Anyway, so there is some deleted scenes um, that hopefully should ex- expand. And Zach Snyder did say we're going to expand on the movie because the movie almost came in at three hours. So there will be deleted scenes. Uh, a lot more little scenes instead of the one we saw with uh, uh, Lex Luthor. So that is guaranteed. And that would explain some of the things. Like the beginning of the movie, it was just chop, 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 next. Okay. Um, Superman, excuse me, Adams, cut. Um, they talk about the bullet, cut. Next thing, the court scene, Holly Hunter, cut. The Batsuff scene, cut. 
cops in the cellar, cut. I'm saying, damn, they're really moving this, but why explain all this? And Zach said, yeah, we had to edit all that sequence down, and the sequences, I mean, the, the desert scene at the beginning of Superman, that was cut down. He said that is really, really uh, a different scene that you would see on the Blu-ray. Now, would that scene be in the movie or the deleted scene on the Blu-ray? But he didn't say that scene was, the sequence does play out a lot different. So, um, does it bother me when I go see a movie? Do you think as an editor, not as a critic, because I'm a film fan, okay? When that giant creature came, when Doom came out, I was in La La Land, come on. Godzilla, yeah. But anyway, um, does the red flag go up? When a film is, it starts bugging me, there's something with the editing, a flag goes up. And then it starts, like, it's like somebody's poking me in the shoulder. I said, there's something wrong with these sequences. They're too rushed. It's too, it, you can tell they're edited, okay? And that's just being trained like a ninja, like a samurai. Well, I got trained as an editor to find these things, and these things were poking me in the shoulder. And that was like the first 20 minutes. It was really annoying. I said, there's got to be some, something went on over here. And sure enough, Zack Snyder said, yes, those scenes were edited down big time. So maybe that's why I couldn't get into it. Okay. But second half is a keeper. And now I'm getting the Blu-ray. Zach, please have a full commentary on Men of Steel. They only had about 15 minutes worth of commentary. That was like, you know, Zod, Michael Shannon. He said, well, we did this scene. We did that scene. That was it. I'm going, man, what a chip, man. God, this is what's a crawl. I think he only did one, a, a two-minute sequence there, a commentary. The commentary was in bits and pieces all over the Blu-ray, okay? You could play them back-to-back on uh, the Man of Steel Blu-ray, and it only amounted to 15, 20 minutes. I thought that was a chip. I want a full commentary. It would be nice if they had been Affleck do the commentary along with Zack Snyder. Yes, Zach, I'm asking for a lot. Hey, you want to make a billion dollars in the next movies? Please, the fans, okay? Okay, now, I got so much other things, details. I got four minutes. Well, uh, I will talk about the box sets next. Pee Wee Herman was the original um, father, and the second movie, uh, Batman Returns, the one with Michael Keaton, okay? And he comes back again as Penguin's father and Gotham. I think that's great. Pee Wee Herman's Big Holiday. Uh, I'll give it a four out of uh, four out of five. If you never grew up with Pee Wee Herman, you might look at the film and kind of say, "This is kind of silly for you Pee Wee Herman fans." Uh, forget his name, Joe Mantegna uh, from True Blood. He's best friends with um, uh, with Pee Wee Herman in real life, and. Um, uh, Paul Rubens, and then the movie, I, they, they, they're really funny together. He shows up at the beginning and he shows up at the end. Well, uh, Pee-wee, um, Pee-wee's Big Adventures, when he goes on traveling on the road, this is how this movie plays out. I definitely recommend it on Netflix. If you don't know who uh, Pee-wee Herman is, definitely go and do your homework on who Pee-wee Herman is. His Playhouse, Larry Fishburne from The Matrix was on that. Uh, so I recommend that. And, and I think at he does a great role as Penguin's father in Gotham, a show I need to get on, get on when I go back to New York. Um, now the box office. Here it goes. The box office will quick. What happened with the box office is it did Japan. It did not open up number one in China. Okay, the same thing that happened with Star Wars. Now this thing, what's going to happen with the box office with Batman versus Superman? Will will it cross? It will barely cross the billion dollar mark. Now the stockholders, and, and I said this before, they look at Deadpool and it's getting near the 800 million mark. It was right now the last announcement was seven seven hundred forty five million. It probably crosses the 750 mark. 
It might be coming close to 800 million. The picture only costs 50 million. This picture costs on 500 million with marketing and advertisement costs and going over a billion dollars. It's, you know, it might affect the budget for Justin League. That's why I'm mentioning that. Okay, we're going to see after this week. And now I'm going to continue about this box office conversation in the next show. Uh, already they say it's going to have over 50, 60% drop. Not a good sign. Okay, uh, I'm going to have a review of The Mermaid. That, I put that blog was the last Tuesday. And for some reason, I got a whole bunch of hits on my blog. What is The Mermaid? Not The Little Mermaid from Disney. Mermaid is about a bunch, it's about a bunch of mermaids. Um, that uh, uh, dangerous species, and she meets her. She gets out of the water. She walks on land, and she meets the guy who's in charge. It's about um, uh, forget the word I'm I'm, I'm looking for. Uh, redemption. He's a bad guy, maybe because he's he, you know, he's getting pushed by the, this other woman, so called girlfriend, and then he kind of redeems himself. He saves the uh, the, the mermaids at the end. Um, that picture made over five hundred million dollars. And this picture is it, it, um, probably going to make $100 million, okay? Uh, I'll be talking more about the mermaid. It's not like Monster Hunt. Monster Hunt was about a little cabbage vegetable little kid, believe it or not. Uh, kind of cynical, okay? Both pictures, I give it three out of five. Those pictures both made $500 million, and China is not giving any love to Batman versus Superman, just like Star Wars. What happened with Star Wars? Hey, they remember the Phantom Menace. What can I tell you? Everybody, I'll be continuing this on the next show after the box office uh, results come in, okay? And, yes, I worked in that building, um, 23 Wall Street. That was Morgan Guarantee Building, Batman number three. I worked in that building. I'll be talking more about that. Was a background actor? Couldn't make it. But, anyway, I'll be talking more about that. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. We'll continue this part two, Batman versus Superman review part two, next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you then.